What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. In this episode, you're going to find me, Irvin, doing a solo episode and bringing you some nerd news. That's the segment. That's the one we're going with. It's been about a month since we've done this. It's time to update you guys. Lots going on in the world. Things are starting to get kind of back to normal. Shows are debuting. It's an exciting time. This week especially is the week of the 15th, March 15th, and we have two big things coming out, so we'll jump into that here in a bit. All right, guys, y'all know the drill. Please, please, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, coworkers about it. Let us grow this audience. We really love doing this, and we would love to broaden our audience. Follow us on social media, nerd.nostalgia. Find us on Facebook. We created a group. People are posting in there. It's a nice little community. Find us on all social media, Nerd Nostalgia Podcast is usually what you can look us up as. Alright guys, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vor! Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. In this episode, like you heard in the intro, you have your boy Irvin on the mic dropping some nerd news knowledge. That's kind of some alliteration for you right there. Ah, nice. But yeah, lots of stuff going on in this episode. So let's go ahead and jump straight into it with some awesome news that's happening this week, the week of March 15th. So two big things are happening literally in a few days. We have the debut of something that people said would never happen, something that people said would never, or that never existed. For all the naysayers, go F yourself. We have the Snyder Cut, the Justice League Snyder Cut movie coming out on HBO Max. That is debuting on March 18th, Thursday, March 18th. So if you had forgotten about it, or if you don't have an HBO Max subscription, now is the time. Not only does HBO Max have, by the way, we're not sponsored by them. We should be because I announce their stuff like all the time. So yeah, we totally should be. But anyways, I digress. Maybe down the line, HBO Max, holler at your boy. You know how to reach me. We have the Justice League Snyder Cut coming out. It's supposed to be six chapters. It's like a four-hour-long movie, but it's going to be epic. It's so much unused footage, so it's going to be a totally different movie. I think from the original movie, they're only using about 30 minutes. That's what I've read. There was some. There's been a leak for the Snyder Cut. It accidentally aired when somebody was trying to watch Tom and Jerry. HBO Max caught it, so they, they turned it off, and then early reviews are in. People are saying that it's dope, that it's good. So I am hoping that that's the case. They, they are in a pretty deep hole. I would love to restore the Snyderverse. I think, you know, they can do it. Uh, it's just, it's going to take a lot of work. So I'm hoping that this is the movie that sets it right and or Flashpoint. So those are the two that are coming up from DC that I think have it. So that's number one. Number two for this week. Again, this is a big week. We have debuting on Disney+. Plus. March 19th, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And if you haven't seen the last trailer, my goodness. This movie looks like it's going to be absolutely action-packed. It's going to be a buddy cop superhero movie. Again, guys, I told y'all, Disney Plus is moving in this subgenre category. They're giving us 
buddy cop movies. We had a sitcom show with WandaVision, which is phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, make sure you go watch it. Again, get past that third episode into that fourth, and it really starts to take off and it hooks you. But moving back to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the subgenre. So that's two different subgenres right there. We have a movie that's coming out that's called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Boom. That's going to end up being a MCU Bruce Lee is what that's going to be. That's what I'm envisioning. A MCU crouching tiger, hidden dragon type of movie. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm absolutely, I just want it to be. Or Kung Fu Hustle. If you've never seen Kung Fu Hustle, give that a go. You can find it on Netflix. It's uh, dubbed, or no, it's not dubbed, it's subbed. So, you know, you got to do a little reading, but still worth it. Great movie, very funny. But yeah, man, that is the two big things that are happening this week. So literally on back-to-back days. So this is the perfect time to be a nerd. You have Disney and DC, or Disney and DC, alliteration. You have Disney Plus and HBO Max. You have Marvel and you have DC. So very exciting stuff. I'm so excited. I'm I, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's it's going to be awesome. They're going to be great. I already know they are. And even if they're not, you know, it's kind of like uh, like sex. Even bad sex, it's, it's still sex, you know? Or a better analogy you can use, it's like pizza, you know? Even bad pizzas, it's still pizza. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're actually going to crush it. And so I'm hopeful. I'm praying DC is able to get themselves out of this hole and that this is just received so well. So we'll see. I am a little bit biased. I tend to be a DC guy. But I love me Marvel. Don't get me wrong. I just I love it all. Number one. Let me just start with that. But I, I do tend to lean towards the DC characters just a slight tad more. For the most part. Silver Surfer aside. And on the topic of DC, two big announcements have recently been made. Let's start with number one. Let's go to the comics. So this is a, something that's super interesting and I'm, I can't wait to pick these up. DC Comics recently announced a new upcoming series, Batman 89. This series continues the adventures of Keaton's version of the Batman. The digital first series will continue exploring characters already established in this Batman's lore, along with introducing other heroes and villains from the mythos as they have been interpreted through the original film's style in a way that's as close to a movie magic as a comic can get. So that's pretty exciting stuff. That was a direct quote, that last part, as close to movie magic as a comic can get. So the series will begin releasing on digital platforms July 27th, 2021, according to DC's announcements, and the first six chapters of the story will be available on launch day. So that's pretty exciting that they're going to do that many items for it. So pretty cool. After that, the next six issues that have been announced at this point will release one at a time on a weekly basis. DC will complete the chapters into six physical comics scheduled to begin releasing in August, with each issue containing two chapters and a hardcover collection of the entire series is planned for October. So for all you omnibus people, that one's for you. Trey J, that one's for you, buddy. Batman 89 is being penned by Sam Hamm, one of the original screenwriters of both Batman and Batman Returns, and art is coming courtesy of Joe, and I'm going to butcher this last name, Quinones, Quinones. I don't know how to say it. So, yeah, but I'm excited. What do you guys think about that? It's uh I really like this interpretation. Batman 89 is just its own world. It's it's a perfect to me comic world that they did for live action. It just it's it radiates superhero Gotham, dark but very just, you know, kind of I don't know, like a surreal setting. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's pretty pretty cool. It's pretty unique. So it's not like our 
the ones that the guys that are my age kind of grew up with and maybe even a little bit younger with Christian Bale's Batman, right? That very realism. It's it's different at that. It doesn't feel real, but it doesn't feel fake, if that makes any sense. It's kind of its own thing. So I'm excited for them to carry that over and kind of capture some of that magic and that interpretation of Batman. Because that's really, you know, a lot of people's favorite Batman. You know, for me personally, I am, uh, I'm not a Bale guy. I do like him. I thought he did well and that series is arguably one of the best Batman series of all time, but I'm a, I'm a Batflick guy, man. And shout out to my boy out in Austin, Chase. He, uh, he is also a Batflick guy. We are Batflick men, man. He, he crushes a role. He's both a good Bruce Wayne and a good Batman, a good older Batman. So I will always defend that decision. I don't care what you think of me. I'll fight you. If you have other things to say, leave it in the comment. If you do anyways, Moving on to our next announcement, our next DC announcement, we have a casting. Sasha Calle has been cast as Supergirl. Now, this is super interesting, and we'll get into why it's interesting, but the DC Universe has recently cast a new Supergirl. It's none other than the young and the restless actress Sasha Calle. Sasha is a Boston-born native with Colombian roots. That's what makes this interesting. Her ethnicity is worth noting because the actress will be the first Latin Supergirl ever in DC. Sasha was able to beat out more than 425 actresses who auditioned for the part. She is set to make her debut in the upcoming The Flash film that will be a version of the Flashpoint story arc, which if you've never read the Flashpoint story arc, do yourself a favor, head over to Amazon, head over to eBay, order the trade paperback. It is absolutely wonderful. For all my close family friends and Co-workers, I have that trade paperback. I will lend it to you. It's amazing. Oh, you can also, if you're not a reader, if you don't want comics, if you're not a graphic novel guy or gal, make sure you watch the Flashpoint Paradox animated movie. Phenomenal. It's basically an exact interpretation of the book. So, or rather comic book, that is. But I think that's absolutely exciting. The fact that, uh, you know, a Latin woman is is rising up there is, uh, is, is super awesome. Now, I'm curious, you know, because... With Colombian roots, you can imagine she is a beautiful, dark-haired, dark-eyed, luscious lips kind of gal, and just a very Colombian look. And for most of you that know, Supergirl is uh, is not that. Supergirl is blonde hair, green eyes, you know, very, you know, um, Caucasian. Yeah, that's I mean that's what it is. And so, and I love it. I love both looks. So let's let's do that. I'm Baskin Robbins, baby. I love all flavors. And so it'll be interesting to see if they're going to, and especially during this cancel culture kind of era, if they're going to put blonde hair on her, if they're going to make her wear contacts, or if they're going to go a different route on us. And this kind of relates to something that's later, right? They're doing a, a casting for a black Superman and a black Superman story, which I'm super excited for. And we'll, we'll jump into that here in a bit. But are they going to get some shit for lack of a better word, from this cancel culture crew, ha, more alliteration, that, you know, are, are they going to be pissed that they're, you know, forcing this Latin woman to pretend to be a uh, blonde hair white girl? Like, I'm curious how this is going to go. Or are they going to make Supergirl Latin? That would be super interesting. It would probably get uh, a lot of people up in arms and pissed off because that's obviously not what the character is. And so I think a lot of... Uh, true blue, you know, followers of the comics like when you stick to the comics as much as possible. 
And for the most part, I think you can, but I think you can always deliver something new and nice and something rewarding, but you got to make sure that you're executing well. So a perfect example of that is going to be the Mandalorian. You know, that's all new mythos, but man, are us Star Wars fans just eating it up. And normally, you know, you have the fans that are like, oh, fuck that. It's, it's not good for the new stuff. And then you have the new people that are like, nah, man, this stuff is dope. Like, it's really good. It's always kind of split. Not with the Mandalorian. People... For the most part, I would say a good 85 to 95% of fans are going to agree and say that they love it. So I hope that they can capture that type of magic and kind of move forward with that. It'll be really, really interesting to see if they do. On a kind of DC, because it is technically DC, but Vertigo. So this is this is super interesting. New HBO Max show to recast Constantine. So a new report from the Illuminati stated that Warner Bros. This is kind of news rumor, so just take it with a grain of salt. But a new report from the Illuminati stated that Warner Bros. and Bad Robot are developing a new Constantine series for HBO Max. The report claims that Warner is looking to recast the role of Constantine with a young actor of color, citing Riz Ahmed as the kind of star they are looking for. Now, I would love Riz Ahmed. I think he would absolutely destroy this role, and he would be amazing. But it's, again, you know, what we were just talking about. It's not the average look. Which, all these things kind of happening, I'm wondering if they're trying to do their own version of it, which I think would be dope to kind of get away from what's happening right now with the current lineup of the Justice League and those characters, which would be interesting. But anyways, John John Constantine has most recently been played by Matt Ryan on NBC's short-lived Constantine show. Uh, He also kind of transitioned into... The Arrowverse into the Legends of Tomorrow. He was on that for a bit as well. But uh, that show I heard was actually really good. The Constantine show. And it never got rebooted or restarted back up. Even with its uh, interest in the Legends of Tomorrow show. Uh, Before that, the character was played by none other than America's sweetheart, Keanu Reeves, brah. In the 2005 film, Constantine. Which is one of our co-hosts, shout out Trey's favorite movie and he's also his favorite character we've bought him a cgc 9.4 slab of hellblazer i'm actually looking at mine right now it's a 9.2 i just recently picked it up i was able to score it for a wonderful deal off of an ebay guy and uh, i need to re crack it and re-slab it i think it has a shot at a higher grade and it's definitely an older one so we may end up doing that closer to the constantine movie i also have a second raw copy that i'm probably going to try to get rid of sometime soon because i don't i don't need it so let somebody else find a let it find a nice new home but uh, John Constantine was first introduced into DC by, by DC in 1985 and was later given his own title run in 1988, the year a legend was born, uh, with Hellblazer number one. So Hellblazer number one, 1988, it is a 33-year-old comic. So very interesting to see them kind of doing these new roles and getting, um, and getting recastings on these. So excited to see that. Switching gears here, let's go Let's go Marvel. We've had three back-to-back DCs. I've probably lost some of you guys, and you're like, I don't care about DC. Uh, let's, let's give something to the Marvel fanboys. We have a couple of things coming up Marvel-wise. Starting with number one, Loki gets a premiere date. What? What? So, following WandaVision and then the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki will be the latest MCU character making his debut on the small screen. 
The show will follow the infamous god of mischief and his adventures after stealing the Tesseract, a.k.a. Space Zone. Shout out to Lawrence. Shout out to Angel. Shout out to Chase. Shout out to Fong. Shout out to Victor. We were drinking uh, some drinks called Sasseracs, I think. And so all night we kept referring them, referring to them as Tesseract. Uh, so shout out to you guys. Little memory from me to you. Uh, Tom Hiddleston will reprise his role as Loki beginning June 11th on Disney Plus in 2021. So this is exciting. I, I think... People, I think this is probably going to be the most successful show. People absolutely love Loki. He is the villain that you love. Uh, he has that Magneto quality, you know, that he's he's bad, but he's but he's kind of good. And the way he does it with his pizzazz is just is just wonderful, you know. So I think I think people are going to really love that show. Continuing on with our Marvel news here for our Marvel fanboys, we have. An official announcement of what the next Spider-Man, the third Spider-Man movie starring Tom Holland is going to be. Now, before we get to the actual title, we had a troll session from Tom Holland, from Jacob Batalon, and from Zendaya. Ah, love me some Zendaya. She's a cutie. But these guys and gal went on their social media and posted... Oh, this is the new title. So we had Spider-Man Phone Home, Spider-Man Home Wrecker, and finally, probably my favorite one, Spider-Man Home Slice. So these guys uh, and gal went ahead and just trolled us, and so this was all a little hype, a little you know zeitgeist action, trying to get people to chat about it, and so they were they were messing around with us, but. Not too far after that, they did make the final announcement of what it's going to be. And so the final version, if you will, of the newest Spider-Man movie is going to be Spider-Man No Way Home, set to debut Christmas 2021. So they not only announced the title, but they also announced when this is going to debut. So I think this is awesome. I'm excited for this. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And we've been talking about this for forever and a day just because there's so many rumors about different characters potentially joining. Some have been debunked. Some are still kind of up in the air. So it, it'll be an interesting, interesting movie to see what happens. And I think it's going to be a smash hit just because if half of the rumors are true, then it's going to be amazing. They could also be trolling us. As you can see, they do not shy away from trolling us. If you haven't seen the whiteboard with all of the names, it's funny, funny stuff. And there's potentially an Easter egg in this. The way that the title is kind of done, like they focused it, it looks like the map of Puerto Rico. Like, go compare these or go to over to our uh, social page, social Instagram page, our social media page, uh, Instagram, and scroll down till you find it. And you're going to see that it looks like Puerto Rico. Pull up Puerto Rico's map and then pull up that and you'll see that it, it literally looks the same. So what does that mean? Are we going to get Miles Morales in this? Are we going to get a hint at it? Are they going to cap off with it? Personally, what I would do is I would have a whole story with Tom Holland, take him through his endeavors. And at the very end, I would cameo Miles Morales. Do you know how crazy people would lose their shit for that? People would go nuts. Uh, if, if you think the Ultimate Fallout 4 comic book is going crazy, just wait till that happens. So I just picked one up. I'm, I'm 
thinking I'm going to pick up another one just in case, but man, yeah, that is, uh, that would be, that would be wild. And so I'm hoping. And so on that topic, there was a rumor that I read and I didn't post it. Um, it's basically saying that they already have Miles Morales cast. They are planning to do a college version of Spider-Man following Tom Holland. So we're going to follow his adventures into college. And then we're going to have a Miles Morales kind of in, you know, the younger years in uh, middle school, high school type of era. And so I think, I think that's kind of smart and it falls in line with what we've been seeing with some of these younger castings. They're resetting for the next generation, you know, young Avengers, champions, all that kind of stuff. So I think it would fall perfectly in line if this is going to be the one that they're going to set it up in. And this could be part of that deal that they worked out with Sony. Like, hey, you get Spider-Man Tom Holland for your next set of movies. We're going to follow him into uh, adulthood and we'll combine Venom and, you know, the Sinister Six and all that kind of stuff. If you let us debut Miles Morales... And so I think, uh, I think that's going to be there. And with Spider-Man, you have so many options. You have Ben Riley, you have Aranya. So they have, they have a whole slew of characters. I personally think that they need to debut Spider-Gwen sometime soon because that's another hot character. Can't wait for Spider-Verse 2. We'll see what, uh, what all of that happens. Shifting gears here a little bit, going over and staying with Disney, but going over to the Star Wars. Star Wars. We have a Bad Batch release date was recently revealed. So it's a pretty awesome one. It's a perfect one. It makes sense. It's right around the corner. It's going to be May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Ha ha. So that's the date that they have picked out for that, which it just makes absolute perfect sense that that's when you're going to debut it. So the first round of Disney shows that are coming out as far as Star Wars is concerned has already been you know, made and happened. We have uh, the Bad Batch, and it's taking place during uh, the Clone Wars, so it'll be interesting to see those guys on some of their missions and get involved with those characters. I was hoping for a little after Order 66 era with them and getting some some canon info off of that, but, uh, you know, we'll take this. This is fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Now, let's revert back to DC. We have something that I am super excited for. I... I personally am a big fan of different worlds, of different realities, of different versions of characters, and this one is one that I'm that I'm pretty excited for. So we had a major announcement that J.J. Abrams' Superman reboot, Superman reboot, is going to happen, which is crazy because after you know years of speculation, uh, they finally announced this because you know his company, Bad Robot. Uh, signed that huge deal with Warner Media back in the day, and rumors had been spreading that he had wanted a Superman reboot with Michael B. Jordan, and there's actually an image of Michael B. Jordan in a Superman outfit. I don't know if he's going to get it, but it would be super interesting to see this. I personally think this would be amazing. I think that DC and Warner Media could do a whole universe based off of different Earths and the versions of their superheroes and then finally combine them all together at the very end for an infinite crisis uh, kind of event or a death metal event. I've, I've been saying this. I still think you guys can pull it off. I think a really cool movie would be the crime syndicate. If you did a story where the bad guys are the good guys, I think it would absolutely freak current muggles, if you will, as I like to call the the non nerdy or the less nerdy folk 
it would blow their minds. And I think it would be great. It would be a change of pace for the regular viewers and the regular people that watch and read our comic books and, uh, and watch the shows and all that kind of stuff. And so I think it would be a really great way to kind of combine everything, especially if you did an earth 23 Calvin Ellis story. If you have Henry Cavill, keep him in, you know, keep him on reserve. Cause that's a, an amazing Superman. Don't get rid of him from there. You have, you know, a different one, like just combining all of them at the very end, I think would be absolutely wonderful. Uh, same thing with flashpoint. Like there's so much potential there, so much potential, but we'll see, we'll see what, uh, what, what ends up happening. So this was the story that I was talking about earlier. And with Sasha Kaye getting cast as Supergirl, is this the trend that we're going to go with? Are we going to see more ethnic people? Same thing with Constantine, you know, are we going to see a, a slew of ethnic characters that are taking on these roles. It's great for demographic and broadening your horizons. I think that's absolutely wonderful and, you know, inclusion and all that kind of stuff. I personally, again, am biased just because I love seeing alternate realities, alternate worlds. Uh, you know, Flashpoint Paradox is absolutely wonderful. Uh, Justice League, Dark Apocalypse, that was phenomenal as well. Barely right behind Flashpoint Paradox as a, as a movie. Then you have, what is it? Uh, I think, Justice League Crisis on Two Worlds or something like that. That's another great movie. Again, these alternate realities. So I'm I'm definitely a fan of those and biased towards it. But I think I think they can pull it off, man. I think if they did it, they would absolutely crush it, and it would be something different than what Marvel is doing. And that's what DC has always kind of done is try to be different than Marvel, since Marvel kind of paved the way as far as you know movies are concerned and doing big events with Endgame and, and, you know, Infinity War, that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I digress. Moving back, back over to the news. I'm going to crank through a few different things here. They're, they're mainly just recastings. They're, they're not really huge stuff, but it's, it's noteworthy. And so I want you guys to be up in the loop. So, uh, Alicia Reiner has joined the cast of Disney plus in the Miss Marvel series. So that's an upcoming show, show that's going to be happening. There is going to be a show that's popping up that's called Jupiter's Le Legacy. It's on Netflix. It's a superhero show. I actually have the trade paperback and I have not read it. And I have, I think, the comics as well. I'm pretty positive I do. I have to search through my stuff. But I need to read it. It's an interesting concept. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're able to roll it out. And it looks phenomenal on there. I think it's going to be their answer to all these other shows. So uh, pretty happy and excited that Netflix is getting some, some IP, some original IP out there. Old Guard, I was absolutely in love with that movie and you know they're going to do a follow-up so very interested to see if if they have that kind of same vibe there was uh, a release of some photos of thor love and thunder and we have a confirmation of matt damon coming back as actor loki so it'll be interesting to see them on there and in that they have the cousin of jenny mccarthy melissa mccarthy Starring in it as Hela, which, or Hela, whatever her name is, Hela, I'm pretty sure it's Hela. Yeah, I, I think that's a funny casting, and so I'm excited because that's a whole, you know, a parody of the superhero movies that they're doing inside, and so they're acting to be it. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you knew that uh, Melissa McCarthy and Jenny McCarthy are cousins, but they do not like each other because Melissa McCarthy was obviously, you know, struggling to make it and, you know, not getting roles and was like, hey, cousin, you know, hook it up. And uh, Jenny was like, nah, fam. Well, now it's flip script. You know, Jenny McCarthy is is nowhere in, in media. And of course, Melissa has risen to the top and is crushing her roles and getting movies and all that kind of stuff. And 
Now she asked for a favor. This is an article I think I remember reading. Uh, it could be something that I made up in my own mind, but I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. But regardless, that uh, that has definitely happened. From that same kind of uh, topic there from Thor Love and Thunder, we have images of Jane Foster and her swole as arms, just further indicating that uh, that she is going to wield Mjolnir and, uh, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens from there. That's a movie I'm super pumped to see, so I can't wait to see how they do that. Continuing on with our casting collection of news. Boom. Alliteration. <laughs> uh, we have Kiersey Clemens is going to be returning as Iris West in the Flash movie. And so we're actually going to see her in the upcoming Snyder Cut film. There's a, there's a scene where you can see Flash, Barry Allen, saves Iris, and you, you see their chemistry there. So that'll be interesting. That'll be exciting. Continuing on with a little DC casting here, Michelle Gomez has been cast as Madame Rouge in Doom Patrol Season 3. I believe she is going to be uh, the big bad for that. So I'm actually not caught up on that. I need to uh, I need to catch up on it. And um, I think I'm like on Season 2, Season 2, like Episode 2 or something like that. Um, some sad news from DC and Flash. Billy Crudup will not return as Henry Allen in the Flash movie due to scheduling conflicts. So that's Barry's dad. We saw him in um, Justice League. But uh, yeah, so I'm sure they'll recast somebody and people won't even bat an eye. But it's I think it's kind of a big role because it plays a big factor into how Barry reacts and stuff. Uh, we do have another casting from that movie. Maribel Verdu has been cast as Barry Allen's mother, Nora, in the Flash movie. So... Uh, you know what happens to her, so, you know, I won't say it for those that don't know, for my muggle friends that are not initiated in, right? So, yeah, we know what happens there. Finally, guys, I'm going to cap off with one more casting, and this is for a Disney show. It's coming up. I'm excited for it. This is a, a nickname that I had uh, in one of my work environments, uh, Hawkeye. So we have Carlos Navarro has reportedly joined the cast of the Disney Plus Hawkeye series. What role he's going to play, I have no idea. So that's why I said these were quick and I wanted to announce them. But yeah, guys, that's uh, that's going to do us today. I think we covered a lot of different things from castings to rumors to all of it. As always, guys, please head over to Apple Podcasts. Drop that five star. Tell your friends, family, coworkers about it. Get their phones. Drop a five star. Help us grow this podcast. We love doing this. I love doing this. This is this is fun for me. It's work and it takes up my time, but I love doing it. It it really is genuinely fun. So I appreciate you, you know, sticking out these 30 minutes with me and listening to me rant about nerd stuff that excites me and, and gets me all riled up. But that's gonna be it, guys. Drop that five star. Find us on social media, nerd.nostalgia. We're on Facebook. Nerd Nostalgia Nation is our Facebook group. Go find us. It's a private group. Send us an invite. We'll, uh, we'll accept you. We are also on TikTok, Nerd Nostalgia. All together, one word. We, uh, we drop different videos on there. Very similar to our Instagram page. That's, uh, that's, our, that's where our bulk is. That's where we focus most of our time. But we want to be on these other pages as well. But that's it, guys. That's going to do us. So thank you so much for joining me. Have a wonderful day, night, and the rest of your week. And of course, remember, stay nerdy, my friends.